There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. We lost a legend yesterday. We did. I was so sad to hear this. Rapper Coolio was found dead yesterday on the bathroom floor of a friend's house in L.A., 59 years old. Is this sad? Coolio you know, died? Coolio yes. died. Yeah. This is so sad. You know, I posted about it last night. It, the, the breaking news happened around nine or something like that. And people were like, this is a hoax. This is not real. It's a hoax. Yeah, his manager said the paramedics think it was a heart attack. Law enforcement said they didn't find any drugs or drug paraphernalia anywhere around. He was, of course, known for Gangsta's Paradise. Yep. It won a Grammy in 1995 for Best Rap Solo Performance. Other hits include theme songs for Nickelodeon's Keenan and Kel called, called Aw, Here It Goes. Then, of course, Fantastic Voyage. One, two, three, three four. four. Get your woman on the floor. That's that was right. such a hit, man. That was a big one. So very sad to hear that. Yeah, I'm bummed. Yeah, but remember, he like did the whole soundtrack for Dangerous Minds, which was where that Gangster's yeah, Paradise came from. came from, that movie. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, he evidently performed at Bengal Jim's tailgate um, <gasps> sometime last year. It was I during that. Yeah. He did the Super Bowl tailgate for Bengal Jim out mm. in L.A. Speaking of, Molly's going to be with Bengal Jim today doing the official toast before the game. Oh, that's fun. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. But it sounds <laughs> sounds I, like a cool I thing to she's do. She's prepared. There's a lot of people at that tailgate. Hmm. So what was going on with Snoop Dogg? He was on Wheel of Fortune. I don't yes. have any audio. What happened? Oh, no. Are you serious? That's such a bummer because yeah. these are great. His wrong answers. All right. Started going viral. Oh, Let's my see God. If I can find it online. All right. So the correct answer and there are five, there are five of these that he missed that are just classic. The correct answer, which is an answer you would think that Snoop would get, baking brownies. <laughs> baking brownies. His guess was baking onions. Oh, that's funny. Instead of talented artist, Snoop guessed toilet atlas. <laughs> Instead of sweetening the pot, Snoop guessed Swallowing the knot. Oh, no. Instead of acting teacher, he said airport teacher. What? (laughs) And instead of publicity stunt, he said underwater stunt. Oh, boy. 
He did get one right, though, after all of that. How many puzzles was he facing for the love? Well, he just it just wasn't good. It sounds like he guessed every single one they had wrong. Yeah. But then he finally did get one right. <laughs> Sun's out, bun's out. All right. He did get that one. Instead of guns out, he got buns out. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Snips. Well, that's something. That is. Yeah. That is. We'll find that audio because I think there's a link here. So, yeah. Snoop for the love. Yeah, right. Now, well, I think that's all I've got for now. Uh, let me see. In baseball news, it was a big day yesterday. What mm-hmm. happened? Aaron Judge tied Roger Maris last night with his mm-hmm. 61st homer. 3-2. Drill deep to left field. This could be it. See ya. He's done it. Number 61. He's been chasing history, and now he makes it. He and Roger Maris are tied with 61 home runs, the most anybody has ever hit in a single season in American League history. He's going to break it. He's totally going to hit another one before the season's over. Yeah, I mean, and you heard him. It's been 61 years since the American League record of 61 homers was made. And uh, that was in 1961. So the final score, Yankees beat the Blue Jays 8-3. to uh, There are three players who have hit more than 61 in the National League. Uh, that was Sammy Sosa, who hit 66. Mark McGuire, you may remember, hit 70. Barry Bonds, who hit 73. But then didn't they have like the there big was some controversy the there with scandal the steroids. where they were challenging the legitimacy yeah, of those? Yeah. Uh, here's what Aaron Judge said after the game about his record tying moment. Well, honor. I'm getting a chance to be associated with one of the Yankee greats, you know, one of baseball's greats. Be enshrined with him forever is words can't describe it. That's one thing that's so special about the Yankees organization. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As all the guys that came before us and kind of paved the way and played the game the right way, did the things the right way, did a lot of great things in this game and getting a chance to be mentioned with those guys now is... I can't even describe it. It's... it's, it's uh, Incredible honor, that's for sure. Yeah, I guess Aaron Judge had a moment with Roger Maris's son Aww. after the game. That's nice. And here's what he said about that. I'll keep most of it between us, but he really was just congratulating, saying he's got to spend a lot of time with my family and get a chance to meet them and just had a lot of great words to say. And I just, you know, really thanked him and said what an honor it was. And, you know, getting a chance to be associated with his father is something that you, you dream about things like that. And for him to come to all the home games, come out here to Toronto and support and be there is definitely means a lot. And that's for sure. How cool. Hmm. Yeah. You that remember that, cool. that movie, 61? Yeah, I do. Uh, and you know who the uh, the well-known celebrity director and executive producer of the movie was? I don't recall. Billy Crystal, oh, a lifelong Yankees right. fan. And that whole movie was about Roger Maris beating Babe Ruth's record. 
and Roger Maris Jr. has been asked for a while about his opinion, like, hey, if Aaron Judge were to break your dad's record, <laughs> h- how would you feel about that? Yeah, I even put a tweet out like two years ago that said if Aaron Judge actually were to hit 62 home runs, how would he be celebrated? I said the million-dollar question is, will he be celebrated as a single-season home run champ, and will he get all the fanfare that he deserves? So here we are. He's heading to 62. He's going to be in New York, and he should be revered and celebrated just like the single-season home run champ, not just like he's the American League home run champ. He should be celebrated, and uh, I can't think of anybody better that baseball can look up to as Aaron Judge, who is the face of baseball, to actually do that. So it sounds like he's implying that Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa were on the juice when they beat 61. Yeah. Well, they were said that's been implied. I mean, Forever. For a yeah. long time. And How cool, though. He, he just said it out loud. So there yep. you go. Hey, we got to take a quick break here because we're behind. More to come. Jeff and Jen plus faker for real. Three headlines, two fake, one real. Guess the real headline, and I think you're going to... Kaleidoscope. You got it, Andy Grammer. All right. That's next. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Summer is the best time to replace your windows. No one wants to do it when it's 10 degrees outside. My guys at Universal Windows Direct will get it done quickly, and then when old man winter comes calling, you're going to be ready to go. 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey, Candy, you caller 20. How are you? I am doing good. How are you? Ah, we're hanging in there. Yeah, we are. We're making it work. Yep. Yep. Making it work. <laughs> yep. Doing our very best. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's yep. all we can do. Yep. That's absolutely. All we can do. That's it. So, listen, we want to send you to see Andy Grammer next Friday night at the Aronoff Center to benefit Children's Hospital. All you got to do is tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? Okay. All right, so is it A? Women caught having sex in police station parking lot 15 minutes after being bailed out for solicitation. Is it B? A man got a ride home from police and hours later was arrested for drunk driving. Or C, guy released after being held for a drunken disorderly immediately takes a dump on hood of car, cop car. I'm going to go with C. No, it's not that one. It's it was, A. No, it wasn't it that wasn't one. A. It's B. No, it's B. You're right, Tim. <laughs> You're right. Good <laughs> job, buddy. <laughs> it sounds like all three of them could be real. I know. You're not kidding. Usually you get a free ride in the back seat of a police cruiser after you're arrested for DUI, <laughs> not before. Right. Earlier this month, a friendly police officer in Michigan gave an intoxicated man a ride home from an Oktoberfest event. That was very kind. Yeah. Hey, you seem like you had too much to drink. Let me drive you home. Yeah. Okay. Get you home safe. That'd be great. Yeah. Thank you. So he does. The problem is the guy didn't just stay home. 90 minutes later, he was arrested for allegedly driving while intoxicated. It's unclear why he was driving. He was home. Yeah. A different cop saw a vehicle moving very slowly. (laughs) And they pulled the driver over when the vehicle attempted a turn, but instead drove up a curb. So they conducted a field sobriety test and a breathalyzer test and then arrested the man for DUI. 
I mean, he had to have. He knew he was intoxicated. He right? knew. Then the cop knew he was intoxicated. This happens all the time. Yeah, it does. When I worked at the courthouse, people literally would get released from jail, get picked up by a friend, go back to the bar, yeah, and then get arrested for a DUI again. Yeah. Like they would, their car would. It's just yeah. nuts, mind blowing, all the time. Yeah, man, I'm kind of wasted, so I'm just going to take it really slow. <laughs> hope the cops don't catch yeah. me. Hope nobody notices. I'm just trying to understand the uh, pathos there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got a bunch of stuff to get you caught up on here this morning. We're looking at the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, and boy, did it do some damage in southwest Florida. It's a mess. It really is. I mean, the sun is just now starting to rise there. And uh, there is flooding. There are. Uh, I said earlier that there were hundreds of thousands of people without power, and I was incorrect. It is two million people. Wow, without yeah. power in that region, and it appears at least a portion of the Sanibel Causeway Bridge has collapsed. And I personally don't know. My aunt uh, lives just uh, ten minutes up the road from there, and so I've spent a lot of time there. And I don't know of any other way in or out of the island, except for that one bridge. So I I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Let's hope no one was injured or killed when that happened. Mm-hmm. It must have happened overnight because it sounds like they had just discovered it this morning. They had a reporter out there with a drone trying to get, it, trying to get a look at it. And uh, anybody who's vacationed down there, we got a lot of people here in the tri-state who vacation on Sanibel regularly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, just the devastation is uh, like nothing we've seen before. Not in Florida, nope. Yeah, so and we're looking at that. it's going to take them a long time. I mean, how do you fix that kind of bridge? That's going to be a long it's gonna time. It's going to take a long time. The flooding we've seen in places like Cape Coral and Fort Myers Beach, uh, they have boil orders everywhere. They're saying don't even, don't even use the water to brush your teeth. It's that bad. Can you imagine? Wow, no. No. Mm-hmm. no. Have you heard how your building is? I have not. And I think he's a little nervous to go poking around. Yeah, I mean, all I can tell you is that it is a concrete building. It was built in 1984. It's weathered a lot of storms. Nothing like this. Um, I the it's on the my unit's on the seventh floor, so there's that. Um, the building is set up a little bit like this building in that you have a parking garage on the main floor. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible those cars are underwater right now. Now, when you're seeing the video come out of Fort Myers, are you recognizing the areas that these people are? Have you seen any areas that are really close to your condo? Yes. And I snapped a photo, but it was it was a distant photo of my condo. And it was the river had just the Caloosahatchee River had swelled to a point where you couldn't tell where the river began and ended. It was, gotcha. that, it was that bad. Oh, boy. And for those folks who live, you know, if you know the layout, of Southwest Florida and the Fort Myers metropolitan area, uh, people, especially on the west side of the Caloosahatchee River that leads out in the bay, is where they appear to have gotten the most damage. Hmm. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm hoping no news is good news, but it's early yet. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are still. They're waking up today and really. I don't think anybody has any idea no. exactly what to expect when they get up this morning. And they're going to need help. My aunt. Uh, was able to get out, not of the area, but she was able to stay at a relative's house. It's on mm-hmm. higher ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, 
uh, her cat was not being cooperative, and they just they had to get out. So, yeah. Uh, they, had to, they had to leave her cat behind, but Ugh. I'm optimistic that the cat's okay. I worry so much about, you know, so many people that don't even try to get their animals out, you know. Well, she's 83 years old, doing the best she can with <laughs> right. what she's got. Right, And, uh, you know, she's got two sons down there and a lot of grandchildren, so. Luckily, she's got people keeping an eye on her. She's got help. So I'm I'm checking in with everyone. Uh, we spoke with Doug yesterday. We're going to try to talk to him again later, but we were concerned because we lost communication with them at about 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, and the last thing we heard from them was that it was really bad. Yeah. Uh, they had sent us some video from just in their backyard, and it was pretty violent. So we weren't sure if that area was going to get flooded. They did lose power. We did hear from them this morning. They said cell service is pretty spotty down there, so if you're having difficulty getting a hold of someone, mm-hmm. uh, don't assume the worst necessarily, but... I mean, I imagine a lot of those cell towers are just... Just wiped out. Yep. Yeah. And so this is something they're going to be dealing with for a long time. They have curfews in place. And uh, the mayor was just... The mayor of Fort Myers was just on the Today Show talking about how the uh, the first order of business is to try to clear the streets so that they can get emergency personnel to the people that need them because there's a lot of people that are stranded. Do you remember Hurricane Katrina and there were people on their, oh, on their roofs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were taking the helicopters in and getting people off of their roofs. I remember that. There was a yeah. dramatic moment yesterday watching NBC, the local Fort Myers NBC affiliate, NBC2, when one of the meteorologists just kind of broke down. She had just wrapped up a weather report. The anchors invited her to the desk just to talk to her a little bit because uh, her personal side of the story was her neighborhood. I guess she lives relatively close to the Caloosahatchee River. Mm-hmm had heard that the whole neighborhood had flooded. She knew that her husband and her pets were safe, uh, but she was really concerned about her neighbors. She's been working uh, for at least five days straight where she hasn't even left the building because, as you can imagine, they're doing continuous coverage down there. And at this point, I think uh, her and her colleagues have been awake for 24 to 36 hours without any rest. So you're on edge. Oh, yeah. And uh, so she had an emotional moment. and, And just watching how... The, the the local news media has had to sort of improvise because they have limited resources. And, you know, these are people who live there, so they can't necessarily get to where they need to go and they can't necessarily bring you the images that will hopefully save lives. We were talking about a reporter who was on that Sanibel Causeway mm-hmm. standing awfully close to where it had collapsed. Very close. Questioning the wisdom behind such a move. <laughs> And all you can hope in a situation like that is that that judgment call doesn't get him killed and it saves lives. Right. So with that, we're going to take a quick break coming up. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.